Welcome back to Source Code, Decipher's weekly news wrap podcast. A threat actor is deploying a new malware that researchers named Chaos that is infecting routers, brute forcing SSH passwords, and launching DDoS attacks against a number of targets. Researchers at Lumen Technologies Black Lotus Labs have discovered chaos infections globally, all of which are communicating with C2 infrastructure that is based in China. They said the DDoS attacks launched by the malware have targeted financial, gaming, and technology companies, as well as at least one cryptocurrency exchange. While the botnet itself is not very big at this point, researchers said that it has the potential to grow very quickly, especially given that there are both Windows and Linux variants of Chaos, and the malware can also run on a number of different architectures. Danny Adamitis principal information security engineer with Lumen Technologies Black Lotus Labs, said the portability of the malware makes it stick out. This botnet caught our attention for a couple of different reasons. The first and foremost was the portability of the malware itself as it was written in Go. This code base allowed the threat actor to compile samples for various operating systems, such as Windows and Linux, as well as different Linux architectures. In this campaign, we observed samples compiled for PowerPC, MIPS, ARM, x86, AMD, and Arch. This allowed them the ability to affect almost any device on the internet. We believe that this botnet was able to propagate through three methods. The first was through brute forcing weak SSH usernames and passwords. The second was retrieving stored SSH keys found on previously infected devices. And the third method was propagating through known CVEs. During our investigation, we were able to observe this botnet use at least two CVEs impacting personal firewall devices from Huawei and Zyxel. Through using these methods, we have seen a sharp rise in the number of C2s associated with this activity cluster. In April, when we believe this campaign started, there was approximately 16 C2s for the entire month. Thus far in September, we have observed over 110. Once the threat actor has access to these devices, we have seen them drop second stage modules. The first second stage module was a reverse shell, the second one was a crypto miner for Monero, and the third one was a DDoS module. One interesting observation about the DDoSing capability is that we have observed them performing a DDoS against another website that offers DDoS as a service. The last point we want to make is about the malware itself and its name. We assess that the threat actor named the Spotnet Chaos based upon the function names in the binaries and the embedded names in the X509 certificates. Based upon code overlap, we believe that this is the latest retooling of a botnet previously called Kaiji. While we have noted that there was other industry reporting on a ransomware builder called Chaos, at this time, we assess that these two activity clusters are distinct from one another and separate. The initial infection vector for chaos isn't clear at this point, but once the malware is on a new device, it contacts the C2 server and waits for further commands. In other news this week, researchers warned of a new, unique technique used by threat actors that had previously gained administrative privileges on a compromised VMware ESXi server in order to install two new persistent backdoors. 
Researchers found attackers leveraging the tactic that used malicious vSphere installation bundles, or VIBs, in order to install the backdoors, which they found on less than 10 organizations so far. VIBs are collections of files that can facilitate virtual system management, and they can be used in package format by administrators to deploy updates or maintain systems. But researchers observed attackers using malicious VIB packages as a persistence technique to maintain access across ESXi hypervisors. Researchers anticipate that more organizations will discover compromised VMware infrastructure, and VMware and Mandiant researchers both outlined guidance for VMware customers to secure their vSphere environments and to apply additional mitigations. Finally, Microsoft unveiled new research this week showing that the North Korean group behind the compromise of Sony Pictures Entertainment and other organizations has been running a long-term phishing campaign that relies on social engineering and delivers trojanized versions of legitimate open source applications in order to compromise targets within technology, media, and other companies. Microsoft researchers saw the actor using an implant that they called Zetanile, which the threat actors inserted into copies of several legitimate open source tools. Threat actors would also create fake personas on LinkedIn and pose as recruiters at defense, tech, or entertainment companies, and they would then lure victims into further conversations on the WhatsApp messaging app. At some point, they would then deliver the Zeta Nile compromised application to victims. Researchers said the organizations targeted in these campaigns were in the U.S., U.K., Russia, and India. Thanks for tuning in to this week's Source Code podcast. Bollywood.